I do not need all the extravagant words to impress you. I just want to love you for the rest of my life, even after my final goodbye comes in the form of my last breath. I will wait for you endlessly until our souls are reunited again. Zachary K. Douglas. Episode two, The Spoon Drop. I had things planned. I thought we were going in a different direction. I thought it was gonna be all about willpower and hockey. I guess it is gonna still be about willpower, but it's also gonna be a little different today because today uh, a major part of our family, uh, our grandma, Nani Wheezy, she uh, took her last breath and she went to be reunited with her husband, Nikki Albanese. So, Wheezy, I know you're listening to me. You're vid man, I'm gonna keep it going for the family. I'm gonna make sure all your grandkids, great grandkids now, sorry, excuse me, great grandkids, Will, Hyper, Scout, when Philly has kids, Phil's kids, we're gonna keep your traditions going. So anytime there's a musical or a Western, we'll always be thinking of you. Anytime the wind blows and you smell sweet flowers and that fresh outdoor, I'm gonna think of you because that's what your perfume smelt like to us as kids. I don't know what it was, lavender or what, it was the most comforting smell. And I'll never forget it. But, Nani, we're gonna make sure that everyone lives with a little bit of St. Anthony in their heart and we'll sing your songs, we'll think of you, we'll tell your stories, and we'll never forget you. So this is now episode two of uh, the Spoon Drop podcast. There was so much different planned. Just so you guys know, uh, I thought I would be recording this with Allie. And we thought we would be bringing you episode two together. And uh, right now I'm recording remotely. And uh, yes, unfortunately this morning, uh, my mother was sitting next to her mother, my grandmother, as she took her last breath in her home where she was born and raised and grew up her whole life in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She lives right in South Philly. When we say South Philly, we mean South Philly. We are not kidding. So if you don't know, Google it. But uh, she's grown up uh, and was raised and raised my mother uh, three blocks from uh, Gino's and Pat's Philly cheesesteak stands. So uh, right there, Pashunk Square. And uh, it's just, it's an amazing neighborhood. And uh, I am fortunate to have roots 
there in Philadelphia where my grandmother came from and where my mother's came from because it has so much tradition, rich tradition. And uh, just seeing Will be there just a few weeks ago when we were with her and uh, she really had some good days and uh, just to let you guys know that don't know uh, she uh, was battling uh, dementia and uh, you know uh, the the disease is a really nasty disease and uh, it really only has three stages and uh, she kind of moved from stage one to stage three pretty fast and stage three is uh, usually around 90% of your time is spent sleeping or more. And uh, that's where you start eating and drinking less and uh, you start to kind of make a decline. And uh, for her, it happened quite quickly, but that could have been for numerous reasons. And, uh, you know, medication, she was uh, battling some other things. She was uh, always having uh, a low blood count. She needed a few blood transfusions over these last couple of months. So, uh, Nani Wee's one tough old broad. So I say it like that because the word broad is a proud word. That means a strong woman and she was a strong woman. She uh, for a little while was a single mother and uh, I'm sure that had to be rough in the 60s and 70s being a single mother then and she did it and uh, she found the love of her life. She uh, made it through her rough years and she found Nikki Albanese and my poppy Nikki who passed away in the early 90s uh, loved her so much. They loved each other so much so today is a great day for her and we're going to celebrate that. That's why instead of mourning and being sad I'm recording and I'm talking to you guys right now because we are going to share that love because they loved each other so, so much. And uh, she has really wanted this day for a long time. And it's sad she didn't want to leave us. I know she loves grandkids and her great-grandkids. But uh, she got to meet Piper and she's known Scout. Her and Scout actually shared a room together in early January before Piper was born. She was in and that's what this disease does. She was able to sleep in a foreign place on vacation in a room with a, you know, Scout at the time was only a year and a half. And, uh, you know, she was in the room with him, sharing the room, talking to him, singing to him, woke up in that room with the, you know, it's dark in a foreign place. She could have been, you know, freaked out or that could have caused something. No, she uh, loved every minute of it. And uh, she was able to enjoy that whole trip. And, uh, you know, that's something I'm going to enjoy telling Scout about for years to come. But William, William has had the most amazing relationship with her and it's been phenomenal to see that. But Nani's just like that. She has a phenomenal relationship with my wife, Allison, which, excuse me, is amazing how much they loved each other. And yeah, that's it. that really chokes me up the most. How much my wife loves my grandmother and how much my grandmother loved my wife. So I love those two women and uh, they're both as sweet as can be. And Nani Weez is just the most 
amazing woman and she's touched so many of our hearts and the time that Allie and Will have gone to spend with her hopefully they get to share those stories with Piper and Scout and really share that love and I'll make sure I'm doing that but I know everyone else will too because it's uh it's just going to be enjoyable because she was such amazing life she brought so much brightness to our home every time she walked in the door and i think that goes to show you the love that grandkids have for their grandparents and uh i know there's families out there that they get in fights and uh they drift apart or they stop talking or you know they have falling out and uh the only people that truly pay the costs of all that are the kids uh you know so if you're fighting with your parents and you have kids uh it's time to bury the hatchet and you know we all don't get that much time here on this planet and we got to use the time we're given to treat the ones around us the right way and love each other and uh, love it, and not just your brothers and your sisters, your neighbors, your cousins, no more fighting, no more arguing, you know, this is the time to unite. So the way I believe everything should be, we should start uniting in a lot of ways, and uh, you gotta start right there under your own roofs. We're gonna have to unite our families before we could unite our communities and our country so i love you guys you got to think about stuff like that if you have any bad relationships it's not worth it because i love every moment i spent with my grandmother and i'm sad that she never just made the jump and came and lived with us for a little bit or we went and stayed with her for a whole summer because uh, the times we did spend with her, they're amazing. I cherish them. The, all the holidays, all those summer trips, she would come in for sometimes three weeks and hang out four weeks. But you have to understand, she couldn't stay that much longer because my grandma, Nani Weeze, she worked until she was in her 80s. I think she stopped working at 82, 81 or 82. Nani Weeze is 88 today and uh, she was a workaholic just like some of our other relatives because Poppy Joe, my dad's father, Joe Sr.'s dad, uh, who is also Joe, uh, Joseph Anthony. So, uh, you know, he worked in asphalt for over 60 years, over 60 years working, manual labor, part of the union, you know, and uh, we're proud of it. So redneck out there you know we support unions because of poppy and nani's nani's family they were all plumbers and they were union as well and that's why we support union workers and we love that but uh nani worked at the philadelphia plumbing supply downtown philadelphia since she was i believe 16 it might have been 17 but she was 16 or 17 she started answering phones and doing stuff there in the office and uh, she got the job because her father and her grandfather were plumbers and everyone knew each other and it was just about a block or two away from the house, the opposite way of uh, Geno's and Pat's. But uh, me and my brother got to spend a lot of time there when we were young because she worked 
She was there every time we went in to visit. She had hours. She was working. And uh, even the day Poppy Nikki came home for lunch and uh, passed away years ago when we were there on vacation, uh, Nani was at work that day. She wasn't there with him, and uh, we were, and uh, we left him sleeping, and uh, he just never woke up. And, uh, you know, I think Nani wishes uh, maybe that was her. Uh, just because it was so hard for her to live without him, without Nikki, for that many years. And uh, that's the love this woman had for her second husband, you know. And she went out there and she made it happen. But she was in an abusive relationship and uh, she saved her life and saved my mother's life as much as... Uh, you know, there is more to the story. We just won't get into that because right now all you need to know is these two women survived and uh, made it through and it was hard times. But you have to remember, this is Italian families uh, from Philadelphia that they stick together and uh, most of them live no more than four or five doors apart. So you had people nearby and uh, you had support systems. You know, now uh, me and Allie, we experience it more than anyone living in Michigan and having family back in Illinois. And, uh, you know, now my parents in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. And you don't have that support system right there in your neighborhood. It's really hard. And uh, I think sometimes that weighs on me and Allison. And uh, I think, you know, I try to give Ellie all the credit she deserves. Sometimes I guess it doesn't show. But, uh, yeah, she deserves a girl's night out every single week. She deserves an awesome trip once a year because this girl absolutely kills it. She is the best mom, but she's doing it with a six-month-old that's now on the move. Piper is on the go. She is not just crawling. She is ready to walk. This girl is standing up on anything she can, falling over, hurting herself left and right. But, uh, you know, not bad. Just, you know, baby tumbles. <sighs> Scout. Scout will open a door, take off, and go. This guy is an outdoor baby, and he's ready to go on walks 24 hours a day. We're going to have to install locks on all the doors on the inside about six feet off the ground just to keep him in the house safely. And uh, William is our... You know, he's our biggest help. He He's like having a third parent in the house. And it, like, it, that's what I mean. It takes a village to raise a family. Uh, when we need that help and we don't have that help from a brother or a sister or a cousin or a grandparent, it's William. William is absolutely amazing to us. And I think uh, Nani Wee saw that when she came and uh, that everyone loves that guy. He is the sweetest little guy. He'll be seven soon. And we are so proud of him, you know, and uh, it's unfortunate. It's sad that I had to, you know, I had to tell him today on FaceTime because I'm coming to you remotely from Georgia and uh, everyone's at home. So me and Allie FaceTimed and uh, we talked to Will and that was extremely hard. You know, I don't even think it was the hardest conversation I've ever had to have with him. Uh, we've had to have some other really, really hard ones. 
but that's where the original part of today's episode comes back because when I was talking to Will about Nani Wee's going to heaven, I needed to have willpower. I needed to have enough in me to get the words out and not be too emotional to scare him. But uh, obviously I couldn't choke back the tears and he was going to see that and that's okay. And I wasn't going to hide that from him. I just uh, wanted to make sure I could still speak a sentence and talk through it. And I needed to be a rock for a second. And uh, I think I had to do that also with my parents this morning because as much as this could be a very, very sad day, this is an amazing, happy day. Because she's going home, she's reuniting with Nikki, and uh, both of them believe and love each other and believe forever their souls will be reunited and they will go off into the kingdom and live happily ever after and we will all see them one day and uh, I love that. I love to have faith. I love to be spiritual. I don't know where we'll go but I can't wait to see you all there because uh, I know I've done some really fucked up shit in my life but uh, hopefully all the good I keep trying to do and doing uh, you know, scores me enough points to get me into the good place. So uh, if any of you have not watched that show, get on there and check it out. Uh, you know, it, it teach you a lot about uh, good and bad and choices and uh, things like that, but it's a great comedy. It's a good comedy. Something to make you laugh. Laugh about death. And uh, it's morbid or it's scary, but it is reality because we only get so long here and uh, we really have to use this time together and, uh, you know, take advantage of all these moments. And, uh, you know, that's something that, you know, right now I'm away from my family while this has happened. Uh, you know, hustling. You know, got a side hustle. We got a flooring job and we're trying to do this and we're on the road. But as you know, I don't go leave home without all my stuff. So... If it's workout equipment or hockey gear or golf clubs or like this trip, the recording equipment. I knew sometime during this week I'd want to reach out to you guys and touch base about uh, willpower. Willpower, my good friend Will Hicks, who my son is named after, uh, he got a rare form of brain cancer uh, over 10 years ago. And he had an amazing fight. And he actually, at the time you know, blow, blew people away for how they surpassed what doctors said they had to live and how long. But uh, from cutting out a tumor out of his brain, size of a hockey puck, to chemo and radiation, to that battle they fight, uh, you know, it was the first time I really saw someone very close to me go through a battle like that and I think that's why so many of our friends that stuck with us because uh, we had just turned uh, 25 and 26 years old and no one expects to see their friend uh, get sick and get cancer and less than 10 months later be gone and goodbye but in those last 10 months all through the treatment not only did Will travel and still have fun and still see friends all the time, every day he was seeing people nightly. They were coming through the house, hanging out, but also 
playing hockey. We were renting ice, going out to the ice rink and skating. On top of that, I think shortly before he uh, just maybe a week or two before he found out about all this, me and him went and uh, skated one night. And it was uh, me and him and maybe two high school kids came out, but we were skating at John's Park in uh, Glenview, right near his house. And uh, it was a cold night, but the ice was perfect. And uh, we were just skating around, wheeling, and uh, you know, we just had a blast. And uh, you know, it's just one of those quiet winter nights, just stick handling, playing two on two pond hockey, three on three pond hockey, and having some fun and uh, just being a kid again. And uh, that's a night I'll always cherish with Will is that night we just went and met up randomly and just played some pond hockey for, it had to be three hours. We were out there forever, maybe even longer. But uh, I honestly wish I could go back to that moment and, uh, you know, just have it never end because uh, he was an amazing guy. And I think that just goes to show how many hearts he's touched that. Now, 10 years later, we're still celebrating him and his life on his birthday weekend. And uh, it's just amazing that this week in August means so much now uh not only is it scout our two-year-old's birthday on the 13th of august then it, uh, poppy nikki passed away on the 13th of august a long time ago in 1990 i believe it was 1992 and and then we have will's birthday on the 16th of August that we celebrate every year on or right before that weekend. And now Nani, she went to meet uh, Poppy on the 17th of August. So this is just absolutely unbelievable. I can't believe that this week in August brings is gonna bring so much emotion and memory every year forever now just the way everything is now linked together uh it's all about family and loved ones and cherishing people and the memories of them and uh you know it is it's a week to celebrate not mourn not cry to celebrate so Will was amazing. So I, if I didn't mention in that time while he was sick, he got married. Yes. While he was fighting cancer, he got married. And, uh, you know, he, he, he checked a lot of things off his bucket list in that last little bit. And uh, I think our friend group and everyone, uh, we cherish uh, Katie for doing that because, uh, you know, to she very easily could have said you know, no, because she would have known how hard it is, or she knew the reality of the fight that was ahead, and uh, know that you're going to gain a husband and lose him in a short amount of time, but uh, I think it's so special what they did do, and it was amazing, and uh, you know, Will, 
I know you're always looking over us. I hope uh, we're making you proud. And I hope we drank enough Jameson yesterday. So if you guys don't know, Willpower Golf Outing this year was virtual. We Everyone golfed remotely and sent in their scores. Uh, we did some other raffles and drawings. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I was a big winner. Uh, you know, but hey, it's a random, random spinning wheel. So it wasn't rigged. But... Uh, yeah, it was an awesome weekend, and the goal was to raise $20,000, and I think we've done even more than that before, but doing this remotely, that was going to be huge, and coming into the last day and those last hours, I believe uh, they put a post out that said, uh, Wilbur, Willpower Hour, so it was the Willpower Power Hour, and uh, they were trying to raise a thousand dollars in you know one hour till the cutoff, and we ended up raising two thousand dollars. So it just goes to show the power of Willie Danger Hicks, because that guy, uh, it, you know, you just wanna you wanna do more, you wanna help, and hopefully we can make a difference for someone down the line that gets. A disease and they could fight it longer than Will did and get better treatment but hopefully one day we start eliminating brain tumors and cancer and we start finding the right medicines because we know we have scientists that could do this stuff and we want them to do it and we want to see our loved ones get saved and live the best life they can but uh, that that goes uh, to say just the same thing uh, Nani, it, I think it opened our eyes and our family. It's not the first family member to pass with this disease. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a scary disease. And anything that attacks your brain and uh, attacks you like that is scary. And uh, I hope everyone uh, looks into it a little bit and, you know, do what you can for your loved ones to watch for those early signs and uh, if you catch it early, I think that's the most important thing. I think uh, you could really prolong it and uh, keep their uh, quality of life at a good level for a long time if you get the right medicines early and uh, you don't let it run away on you. But guys, also bear with me any echo or you know volume control problem, not only Am I uh, new to the podcast game? Uh, we got new mics, we got new setups, but also right now I'm coming to you remotely. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm in the dungeon. I literally found uh, a staircase, abandoned back staircase. I went up to the top floor and uh, I set up an office right here in the stairwell because they told me the gym, the pool, the outdoor area the meeting rooms everything's closed because of covid everything's closed so to give you an update last week at this time 20 million covid uh cases in the world right now so that was 20 million last week we're at 21.9 so you know you think it's on an uprise but you know that doesn't seem that bad but it is bad because we want it to stop so uh, recoveries, we've had over 2.6 million 
people recover over the last week. So we're up to 14.6 million recovered worldwide. And here in the US, excuse me, uh, I believe we we're just over 5 million last week. We're at 5.3. So, uh, you know, I think yesterday, uh, 40,000 new cases or something. So guys, let's make sure we, in a week or two, uh, we get down to no cases. Come on, let, let's knock this out. Let's do this. Let's get rid of this thing. Come on. We were the Spanish flu for you that don't know that last big pandemic. People talk about the Spanish flu. It came around in December of 1918. December of 1918 and lasted till January 1920. So take that in, December 18 to January 20. That's how long it lasted without social media, without worldwide news, because the only news you were getting then was on the radio or in the newspaper. And that was it. There was no social media. There's no anything. We are so advanced that we should have been so far ahead of it. I don't know what they said, this, that, this, that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The fact that gas stations were open to the public, grocery stores had pretty much no limit. Like you guys could say what you want. I traveled through this whole thing. I saw Michigan, Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, Tennessee, Georgia. Uh, where else did we go? Pennsylvania, Virginia, West Virginia. We, the, we went through all of them. Literally, it, some places look like they never shut down. Some places that you think they wouldn't be wearing masks, they are wearing masks. And then last week, uh, we're in Glenview, Illinois. What's going on in Glenview? I see public pools open, no one masks on, people run around. It didn't even look like there was a limit to get in. It was just show up to the pool and come in. But I don't understand why we don't understand that, like, I guess as a group, we could either completely shut down and go lockdown for weeks, like four to eight weeks, and this will be gone. Or we could keep doing this and let it ride its course and only the strong will survive. You know, that's what it truly comes down to when it's down to viruses and uh, a disease like this, airborne this, that, and people already have antibodies in them. Uh, it's, you know, survival of the fittest. That's nature. So it happens to fish in ponds and lakes. It happens to birds in different migration patterns. It's happening to the honeybees. It's happened to all different animals over time, either through hunting or poaching or just climate change. So we're seeing it with the polar bears. So uh, only the strong survive. So the polar bears that will adapt to living on land and moving further south and they're you know, their fur will darken up so they can hunt and they won't be seen so easily. Those will be the polar bears that truly survive and thrive and move on into the future because the way we're going, they won't have ice. We're melting those ice caps and they're going to be gone. So, uh, you know, is climate change natural? Is it our fault? I don't know. But know what I do know? Something's happening where it's melting. There was ice and now it's it's melting. 
So that's reality. That is reality. So we'll, I'll give you one little update on hockey because uh, my grandmother, she lived through all of our hockey adventures through all those years. So every time she came in, she had to come see us play hockey. And uh, some of my videos of my first ever time skating, I was at the old Rolling Meadows Ice Arena. Uh, so in Illinois, there's now West Meadows. This is the old building. We were at Rolling Meadows where the pool was and the locker rooms used to be upstairs, crazy above the stands, it was nuts. But uh, really cool old rink and uh, yeah, I have videotape of me skating there as a little, little kid and uh, Poppy Nikki and Nani Weez are there with me and uh, it's just awesome to know that they were freezing their butts off just to see their little, I think I was maybe three at the time, three go out there and waddle around on the ice and uh, skate in full Blackhawks gear like a little wacko. But I was her vid man and uh, she loved it and uh, I'm happy I was able to give her memories like that and things like that and I'm gonna keep those memories living on because uh, you know, we had uh, recordings, voice recordings. She used to just record us while we were playing on the floor. And we have some pretty funny ones where uh, I used to try to do a Texas or Western accent. And I would talk to Phil and yell at him like I was a cowboy or something. Phil, she ain't at the serenade right now. So if you, if you don't know that one, you we better get it up there. But uh, Phil... She ain't at the serenade right now. I don't know. I think I did it better as a kid. But uh, I think I was going to tell this story before. She came in one time. I believe it was uh, Poppy Nicky was still alive. I think it was his last trip in. But they did not tell me. I was probably Will's age. Six, maybe seven, probably six. Is right before Poppy passed, and uh, they came into Chicago, and uh, they surprised me. They knocked on the door. I opened the door. Nani Weez is standing there, and I took off screaming. I screamed. I was so excited. I ran into the basement. I did a lap around the room. I ran to the other room. I did a lap screaming. I ran up the stairs right past her in her face, screaming, hands in the air, screaming. Up the stairs, around the kitchen, through the dining room, living room, up the stairs, through the bedrooms. I went through all three floors of this house in probably less than a minute, burning around there like the, I was flying. I was like the road runner. I was cruising. I wish I was still that fast. But uh, I don't think her and Poppy Nikki will ever forget it. And I hope I could meet them one day, our souls and our spirits meet one day in heaven, and I'll greet them that same way again. I hope they greet me that way, maybe. I hope they run around screaming like that, so happy to see me. But I'll do the same because that's how much I love my grandparents is uh, scream like that. And uh, even though Nani Ag and Poppy Joe, my dad's parents, 
they didn't get that same reaction from us sometimes because they lived right near us. We were uh, just a few minutes apart and we saw them a little more and it was different. But uh, right now, I cherish all my grandparents the same way. So Naniag, Poppy Joe, I'm sorry if we never gave you that same reaction when we were kids. But uh, we love you guys just as much. And, uh, you know, I'm sad uh, we lived the life we did and played so much hockey and we're away from our families so much because uh, I have a great family and I love all you guys and everyone that's there supporting my mom and dad right now, all my cousins, everyone in Philadelphia, thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys for everything you're doing for my family. We really appreciate it. And uh, me, Allie, and the kids, we can't wait to get back out there and see you. So uh, probably just next week this time, we might be coming to you remotely again from Philadelphia. And uh, we'll have some fun because uh, we are not going to mourn. We are not going to cry. We are going to laugh. We are going to celebrate. And we are going to sing. So... I'm the best from the east. I'm a wild, crazy beast. I'm the vid man. And so as the food of the week, it's absolutely a cheesesteak. So get your butts to Pat's Cheesesteak. Pat's the king of cheesesteaks. So I love Tony Luke's too, and Gino's is awesome. But Pat's, he's the king, baby. So that's the spoon drop. We're out of here. I can't wait to see you guys next week. But please, all your thoughts and prayers, send them out to all your loved ones. Hey, not just me and my loved ones today. It's all your loved ones. Everyone you've been a part of during this time, you need to do something and reach out to them because the people that have reached out to me to send their thoughts and condolences and prayers over my grandmother, they've put such a big smile on my face and I've missed all of you and I love you guys all so much and uh, yeah, I cannot wait to buy a big piece of land and throw a bash every year that we're all together and uh, we start making memories again good old-fashioned memories and spending time together so that's episode two the spoon drop i'm out of here thanks guys